Joined tonight for our headline segment uh, as we follow up on the latest coming out of Mfuleni out in the Val, joined by director and spokesperson at uh, the Firenaching Business Corporation, Mpo Kambule Mpo. Pardon us there for, uh, yeah, I guess uh, going straight there into ads. Unfortunately, we had uh, neared uh, the end of our uh, timer there, but you were still talking about some of the issues you faced with, electrical issues, issues with sewage and uh, bulk services in general in that area. Um, maybe continue on that vein, but I also want us to get into what action you have now decided to take. I get the context around the electrical issues that you have for some of your members, both industrial and even some of the smaller ones. Yeah, no, thanks, Ivanka, uh, again. Uh, look, I, I was just saying, look, it, it, we, we, we've got now, like two days ago, where we tried to engage with the municipality. Mm. There, there, are, there are businesses around one of our industrial areas which for the past nine months they have not been able to utilize their ablution facilities because of the sewer that collapsed and so on. They've mm. put temporary toilets for the past nine months, and that they have not received help up until now. Um, so what, what, what is important now is for us to understand that when we say we are living in a nightmare, it's not a joke because... There's a sewer issue that's, you know, the top five basic services that, you know, you would have to receive from the municipality. Mm. They are are not happening up until this point. So what's that? Refuse, water and sanitation, electricity, and what other services? The issue of roads. Okay, Uh, yeah. You know, know, somebody was telling me that the first thing that tells you that you have arrived in Val is when you hit a pothole. And until you don't hit that pothole, you are too far from Val. So the only thing that will tell you is when you get into a pothole. Yeah. So, so, so the, the road issue, uh, um, um, like you say, and, and, and obviously that all these things, they pose a health risk. And, you, you know, you, 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 you ended up with a Section 63 intervention because of, of the health you know, issues that people are subjected to. Talk to me about the discussions you've had, if at all, with the municipality. What have they said in response to some of the challenges you've raised? From last year, we've, we've tried to establish something that we call the JOCOM, a joint committee. And uh, in, in, in these meetings, we, we were on, on a weekly basis, you know, showing our support to them that they need to also come and meet us halfway in terms of, you know, the, the services that we need. You'll remember there was an intervention of of provinces 139, section 139, which uh, I'll tell you that up until now, things got in worse than it's supposed to be. Uh, you know, there's a now issue an order from from, from the High Court uh, about the, 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 the 3 billion plus of ESCOM. Mm. Let me tell you, when 139 came in in 2018, the ESCOM was owed just above 600 million. And there was a 139 imposed or a 139 intervention by province. So between 2018 and now, the municipality is having a debt of over 3 billion debt towards ESCOM. I'm not talking about rainwater and, and, and mm-hmm. other. So that will then tell you, that demonstrates clearly that the intervention didn't help. Instead of things getting better, they're not getting better. Mm-hmm. But the issue... The issue is that there hasn't been accountability. Through the JOCOM, we were trying to establish some sort of accountability, some sort of intervention leak that's uh, 
you know, happening inside the municipality. But that has not helped. Even until now, we're still trying to engage with the municipality. We said to the municipality, we need to have some memorandum of understanding between our ourselves as business and the municipality so that we can be able to intervene and assist. Uh, look, there is no willingness. It seems like other people are happy with the way the situation is. They are maybe making money out of the crisis that we have in Fulani. And the business is saying, now it's enough. Whoever is enjoying the situation that we are subjected to, uh, that will have to come to an end. Mm, mm. Now, now, I guess the, the, the other question, of course, is the decision you have now taken to withdraw your payment of rates, local taxes, service charges, and so on. Um, is this something you still want to do, or have you started to do it? This has been started already, and uh, in, twi- in, in, in March this year, we actually approached the court through the Mfulene Ratepayers Association, mm. and we got a court order that says uh, if we have to pay the rate and services of the services that we didn't get, the municipality does not have a right, for instance, to disconnect your power because you did not pay as long as you can prove that uh, you were built wrongly or you have actually done something, you've closed the portal in front of your business and uh, it costs you this amount, you can withhold a certain amount. We have that court order in place. So in a small scale, that has been the situation from March. But now the business are saying, and at the moment I'm speaking on behalf of 900 businesses, that is from small, medium, and big businesses that are saying we are going to withhold this money and we have been receiving legal advice on how to do it so that it does not really work against us in the later, the later stage, that the businesses will still put in money, will still pay the amount that they need to pay. They will object to the billing. They will object to the amount that they've been billed by the municipality because they are also popping out some money to be able to assist or intervene on certain areas. That's the process towards how we're going to withhold the money. The second thing is that we will definitely be going to court and saying the court must make the order, Mm. a permanent order, until we are able to fix basic issues that we find ourselves in on a daily basis. Now, about 40% from the 900 businesses, it's big businesses. When I say big businesses, I'm talking about businesses that need to pay between a million rent and two million rent on monthly basis on their rates and taxes. And now they're saying, if I have to pay this money, and there are issues that are not resolved from as, as long as more than five years, we cannot keep on doing that because we are feeding something that's really not, uh, you know, helping us, but it's really working against us. Huh. 35% of, of the 900 businesses, it's medium businesses that are paying between 500,000 and a million rent. And the small businesses that we have in the town, like your small shops where somebody is actually running a cell phone shop or a fish and chips or stuff like that. And these are, all our members that have taken this decision to say we are going to withhold 
by the end of this month, we are not going to, and this will be done legally. In fact, they will, it will be done through the process that we have already started, a legal process that's going to ensure that the municipality, if they really have to victimize or go switch off their power and so on, they will not succeed. And, and this is on the basis of the municipality and the province uh, up until national they will have to put their heads together. Look, we've had a lot of turnaround strategies and influence, a lot of intervention, a lot of this and that. Why have some of those failed? They, I mean, they failed because there's no accountability. I'll tell you, I'll make an example now. Mm. There were administrators that ended now in August, now 2020, which started around 2018. You'd have an intervention of 139 where there's an administrator but the administrator does not have any authority over the human resources. Hmm. So who needs to be accountable if something doesn't happen? It's the same human resources. But you can't say anything to them. So it didn't make sense. Because you are only saying, I'm putting a department of finance under administration, but I'm not putting human resources department. So you, you, you would not have to hold anybody accountable because you don't have authority over them. It was a joke of an intervention. All right. So the, the, the second aspect is that, you know, up until national government is serious about focusing on the issues, and this is what we told the president when he had an imbizo here in August. And he said, we hope you don't come here to tick the boxes and, uh, you know, shine and tell us about national government coming to the people. It is not only about the national government coming to the people. It's about national government ensuring that the mandate of the municipality towards its citizens mm. is implemented. Hmm. And, and that is not happening. Up until now, since the Indizo, we were right because nothing has happened. They took our matters. We wrote them down. We, we did all that we could. We have not received a response up until now. Sure. Ay, 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 ay. So, so from here onwards, what, what is all of this going to mean? Because I guess part of the bigger problem here is that these are the same enterprises who by and large might be better payers of the municipality. I mean, have you taken a view on what ongoing and maybe longer term instability um, in the municipality might have for continuing operations? And uh, often when this happens, others then opt to exit the area and shift their investments elsewhere in instances where they can. You, you, you are right, and that's what we are trying to stop by taking this action. So, so people, people of the Val must also understand that the boycott is not to sabotage uh, anybody, especially the, the citizens in this area. The, the boycott is for the purpose of ensuring that business, because I can tell you, in the whole of Houghton province, this is the region that has got the highest poverty, the highest unemployment. We've got 44% unemployment rate in the Val. And, and, and if this is happening because businesses are, mm. you, you have businesses now out of the members that I've mentioned that wants to expand their businesses. They cannot do that because they are not guaranteed. It's more risky to, to expand your business now in Mfuleni um, because you would, not, you would not get back your, your investment. There won't be a return on investment. Now, 
the, the municipality doesn't understand that aspect. And with, with an area that has got 44% of unemployment rate, you would have double the percentage of crime. You'll have double the percentage of, you know, homeless people. You'll have, you'll have a lot of negative things taking place. So what I'm saying is that once crime increases, it's another reason why business will close down and move away. So this is cost from a basic services point of view, and it's causing all these other negativities towards the business. And that's why business now is also utilizing private security mm. to try and protect their businesses. Yeah, but yeah. you are doing that over and above paying the rates and taxes, mm. which is totally unfair because I cannot pay the rates and taxes and at the same time have to pay a private security, I have to pay an electrician, I have to pay somebody to come and collect my waste. It's unfair for business and business will never, never survive in an environment like that. Yo, Babumpo, we're going to have to leave it here for tonight. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you very much, because the more I talk about it, the more it hurts me. So it's better you leave it.